Today, I am with the one and only Hal Elrod, the author behind The Miracle Morning and so many more. You are listening to Smart Businesses Do This, the podcast show for freelancers, side hustlers, and upcoming small business owners who want to transform their current business or business idea into a company that is built to succeed, simple to run, and gives you the freedom to live your life on your own terms. I'm your host, Adam Lyons. Let's get started. Hal, thank you so much for coming and joining me. Adam, I love your accent. It's really sexy. Can I say that on air? You absolutely can and did. (laughs) And I did. did. That's right. (laughs) So one of the things I love about Hal is I knew Hal before knowing that Hal wrote the book, The Miracle Morning that I also loved. And I don't know how that happened. I don't know how like I knew you, but didn't know you wrote the book that I really enjoyed. It was just like, you were my friend, Hal. And also there was this book by a guy called Hal that I really liked. Yeah, maybe in a past life, we already knew each other. Yeah, that's exactly it. So, I mean, let's talk about this. So it's all about helping CEOs level up their psychology and find the quick, easy hacks that transform their business, their life and make success that much easier. And I mean, your book does that. That's the whole point of the book. Well, here's what's interesting is that it does it on an individual level, right? Meaning it helps you. The Miracle Morning, in essence, it is a daily personal development practice. It's arguably the ultimate daily personal development practice, combining the six most timeless personal development practices in the history of humanity, that the world's most successful people from CEOs to Olympians and world champions have utilized these six practices for centuries, since before you or I were born or our parents were born, right? Mm-hmm. Robert Kiyosaki said this best when he was interviewing me. Robert Kiyosaki, for those of you that you know, don't know, Robert Kiyosaki wrote the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, amongst you know, many others. And Robert reached out to me a while back, a few years back, and his assistant reached out and said, Robert's read The Miracle Morning three times. Uh, he does it every day with his wife. It's transforming his life and his marriage. And Robert, you know, is worth $80 million. He's a CEO of a very successful enterprise. And the Miracle Morning, and he has told me this personally, he said, it has up-leveled his business and his life in ways he never imagined. And this is what he said during our interview. And I, I share this because he said it better than I ever did. At the end of the interview, after I went, these six practices, by the way, if you're listening and you're going, what are these six practices that make up the Miracle Morning? They are organized into an acronym so that they are memorable for you and you can just rattle them off in the morning and for your routine. The acronym is SAVERS, S-A-V-E-R-S. The S is for silence. So starting your day with meditation and or prayer, the scientific evidence of what meditation does for you physically, mentally, and emotionally to optimize your physical, mental, and emotional capacities so you can perform at your best and lower your stress by lowering your cortisol levels, right? It's, It's irrefutable. Right. So starting your day with silence and then moving into affirmations, affirmations, the way that I teach them are not woo woo. You know, I am amazing. I am happy and healthy. And these aren't to pump you up. These are speaking of psychology. The way that I teach you to do affirmations is don't affirm some feel good statement. There's nothing wrong with that, but affirm with total clarity what your specific measurable outcomes are in your life, your business, your marriage, your as a parent that you are fully committed to, get clear in your affirmations, what are the activities, the actions, the rituals, the routines, that if you do them, will virtually guarantee you achieve those outcomes eventually and affirm that, affirm your commitment. So 
the affirmations aren't to be woo-woo or feel good. They're to literally program yourself at a conscious and a subconscious level with the mindset, the beliefs, the behaviors that you need to take any area of your life where you want it to be. And I'll run through the rest really quickly. The V in Sabres is for visualization. And I'll just say that if the world's greatest athletes use visualization to put themselves in a peak mental, physical, and emotional, and spiritual state each day to perform at their best, why would a CEO, why would you or I not do the same? The E in Sabres is for exercise. You don't have to go to the gym, but at least get your heart rate up. Get the blood and oxygen flowing to your brain every single day so you have more energy. You release endorphins that make you feel good. You have more clarity throughout the day as well. The R in Sabres is for reading, and most of you probably read, but everybody, we're one book away from whatever strategy we need to elevate ourselves or our business. The final S in Sabres is for scribing, which is a pretentious word for journaling or writing because the J wouldn't fit at the end of the acronym. But, <laughs> but here's what Robert said. To make a long story longer, Robert, at the end of the interview, he said, Hal, before I read The Miracle Morning, every successful person on the planet does at least one of the savers, most do two or three of them, and they will attribute their success to those practices. He said, I've done about half the savers for most of my life. And that is why I've been as successful as I have. He said, but I wasn't doing the other half. He said, and in fact, this is what makes your miracle morning such a miracle, so profound. And I'm paraphrasing, I don't remember his exact words, but he said, you're harnessing the six most timeless, proven, ancient, best wisdom practices in the history of humanity. And if you do one of these, they will change your life. If you do two or three, you're going to accelerate your success beyond what you thought was possible. But when you do all six, he said, it, you know, game over, game over. And he really opened my eyes to, oh, that is a great way of realizing what's so powerful. That if you do one of these, it'll change your life. If you do two or three, you're really going to see results. But when you do all six, it's a freaking miracle. And that's why the book has sold almost 2 million copies now. About a million people in a hundred and something countries do this every single day. And the last, last thing I'll share before I turn it back over to you, Adam, is this. I didn't know this. Do you know who Ryan Moran is? I do. I, I know him very well. He's a good buddy. Actually, he lives down the road. So he sent me a screenshot and here's the post. And it's like, it's, it's a few sentences here. He said, since uniting is difficult and dividing is easy, my key team members practice the same spiritual practices I practice. The purpose is to make us a tighter, stronger, and more productive team. So we all follow the process described in the Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. And I was a little bit blown away by that. So he's got his entire team doing the Miracle Morning. So if you are a CEO, it starts by integrating the Miracle Morning into your own life so you can elevate yourself as a leader. But if you really want to take your organization to the next level, to the stratosphere, if you will, you don't stop it yourself. You, like Robert Kiyosaki, you get your entire organization doing the Miracle Morning. Imagine if every member on your team started their day with meditation, affirmations, visualization, exercise, reading, and journaling. Imagine them putting himself at a level 10, a peak physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual state, and imagine them showing up to work with that start to their day and how much better they would serve your organization and how much more capable they would be of executing everything that you have in your vision. Dude. I mean, how incredible is that? Like most people know exactly who Robert Kiyosaki is, or at least they've heard of Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And he, he is saying that you are transforming his life in the same way he transformed so many others. Yeah. 
He transformed my life. Yeah, no, it blows my way. I literally, it's like a, like I kind of pinch myself and like shake my head. I'm like, what? Really? Like this is really happening. You know I mean? Yeah. That's so cool. So funny enough, your book is the first book I recommend new business owners start with Mm. because when someone's starting a company, oh yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm because it works. Because when somebody wants to learn to improve their business, I often find their biggest issue is they'll find excuses for why they can't learn or implement or, you know, develop new tasks. And so I give them the miracle morning so they can get used to adding six new tasks in their day or, or up to six, depending on what they're doing already. And when they realize how easy it is to fit into their day and level themselves up, suddenly they feel that they can add other things into their day and they will take action on the things that I'm teaching them. So I use it as a tool to get them to listen to everything else I've got to say. I love it. I love it. Well, that, that is the miracle morning, the concept, right? This wasn't a book idea. This was 2008. The US economy crashed. I crashed with it. I was desperate to turn my life around. And so I just went online and I just Googled simple phrases like, you know, what are the world's most successful people do? What is their personal development? What are their rituals? What are their routines? And I kept coming across morning rituals. But I, at the time, had the limiting belief that the majority of our society has, which I'm, you know, I'm working hard to change with the miracle morning, but that I am not a morning person. Most people think they're not a morning person. And it's, well, yeah, if you don't run, you're not a runner. If you don't wake up early, you're not a morning person. You become whatever you do consistently, right? It's not rocket science. (laughs) But here's the quote that gave birth to the miracle morning. It came from Jim Rohn. It's a philosophy. And Jim Rohn said, your level of success in every single area of your life will seldom exceed your level of personal development in each area. In other words, On a scale of one to 10, we all want level 10 health, happiness, businesses, relationships. You know, if you're a parent, you want to be a level 10 parent. And we will only be able to perform at a level 10 to the degree that we develop ourselves through these daily practices to be a level 10 person. And only a level 10 person creates level 10 results. Yeah, I love that. Actually, one of my favorite psychological hacks that I teach people is the difference between motivation and dedication. And I'm like, you know, people say, how do I get more motivated? How do I get more motivated? I'm like, well, actually you can't. You kind of have an amount of motivation in the morning and as the day goes on, it starts disappearing. But it is fascinating. We do have more motivation in the morning than the rest of the day. You know, if you want to start a new practice, it is better to do it in the morning because at the end of the day, you're tired, you ache, and you're just like, oh, it's easy to not do things, um, which I've always found fascinating with the Miracle Morning. But dedication is something you do whether you feel like it or not. I, you know, it's like going to the gym. You can't just only work out when you feel like it. You need to work out all the time if you want the result, whether you feel like it or not is irrelevant. And to your point, dedication is what produces or or generates motivation. Mm -hmm. It's doing the thing you don't feel like doing. And then when you do it, so like, for example, let's say you hate going to the gym. And in fact, I learned this, I can't take credit. John Maxwell in his book, Failing Forward, this is one of arguably one of the most important pieces of information or, or, you know, I've ever learned. And, and, And in fact, you know, I serve a lot of people. We have the Miracle Morning community. The Facebook group has 215,000 members in it. We have, you know, a big community that are people are really dedicated. And so I survey our community. You know, I do trainings. I survey. I'm always asking people, right? Trying to get feedback. What do you need? How can I help you? Where are you struggling? What are your pain points, et cetera? And Adam, and you might be able to relate to this, but the number one thing that people say that they are struggling with or need help with is, how do I get myself to do what I know I should do? I know how to get in shape. I know I should eat better. I know I should exercise more. I know I should be more disciplined. I know I should wake up earlier. I know I should do this, this, this. How do I get myself to do it? 
And John Maxwell gave that answer in the book, Failing Forward. And it was, you have to act your way into feeling. Meaning, human nature is to always take the path of least resistance. That is human nature. As cavemen or cave women, right? The only time we got off our ass is when we had to eat. And we, we worked hard because we had to. We had to hunt. When we caught a buffalo, we sat on our fat butts and ate the buffalo until we ran out of buffalo. And then we stopped being late, right? Like, think about it. They mm-hmm. weren't trying to climb the corporate ladder. <laughs> Human beings are programmed at a psychological fundamental level for survival, not achievement. So human nature is to do the minimum possible to not feel pain. And most of us will tolerate a decent amount of pain right before we even do something. Mm -hmm. So the point is, if you abide by human nature, your life will be a struggle. You will struggle financially. You will struggle with your weight. You will struggle in every area. So to be successful, you have to be superhuman. The good news is, as daunting as that might sound, like, Jesus, superhuman? I don't <laughs> Come on, man. I got enough on my plate. Being superhuman is as simple as doing what's right as opposed to what's easy. And what's right is usually not that much harder. For example, when I was in sales, and if you lead a sales team, keep this in mind. What's hard was picking up the phone and calling prospects. And salespeople will procrastinate all day. And then days turn into day after day, turns into a week, turns into I ran out of money, turns into... I can't work a sales job because it's too unpredictable. I'm going to go get a job where I just get a paycheck and show up and it's easy. That's how 90% of, you know, more than 90%. I mean, I watched, you know, 95% of our sales force turn over, you know, day after week, after week, month after month, right? Mm-hmm. But here's the secret to success. It's hard to pick up that phone. But guess what? It's easy to pick up the phone too. To be the most successful salesperson on your planet or in your company, all you have to do is pick up the phone. That is so easy. And then you have to dial seven numbers. That is so easy. And then you have to read a, a sales script to the person. That is so freaking easy. Absolutely. It's is getting yourself to do it though. So acting your way into feeling, sorry, just to wrap this lesson. Yeah, no, get it, get it. So John Maxwell says, you can't wait for the feeling of motivation to come along. As you said, Adam, it's the dedication. I used to have a timer on my phone when it was time to make calls. Every night when I finished my calls, I set my referral notebook on my desk and I opened to the page and I put my pin pointing to the name I would call the next morning to overcome that inertia of that first phone call, picking up the phone that was hard. Every morning, I had an alarm went off that said, don't think, go dial. (laughs) And I would literally not allow, if I started thinking, well, I already made 20 calls and I'm already to my goal, I would literally like plug my ears and go, La, 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 la. Because that's the problem is we think ourselves into mediocrity. Yeah. I would just walk over. I'd pick up my phone. I'd move the pin and I'd call the first name with really. And then I would go, okay, what if they answer? Where's my script? What am I going to say? But the hard part was just doing it. Same thing with going to the gym. I just packed a gym bag the night before and I set it on my passenger seat. And then I had my keys by the door and I had an alarm that went off that said, don't think, just get in the car and drive to the gym. Literally. And so I'm not the most disciplined person. I just figured out these hacks to make it easy to do the things. And when you do that for you know, a few weeks, all of a sudden now you go to the gym. It's not hard because you don't think about it. You just get in the car. The gym bag's already packed. But now you go to the gym. When you get there, what are you going to do? You're going to get out of the car and go work out. When you work out, how are you going to feel? You're going to feel proud of yourself and feel good. 
And now you're reconditioning your mind to become a disciplined person, but you did it the easy way, not the hard way. Yeah, it's so true, man. It's funny, I was, uh, I was in a group call with Jordan Belfort uh, a few months ago, and uh, a big part of what he was saying, exactly what you said, pick up the phone, make the call. Pick up the phone and make the call. And he just kept saying that over and over again to almost anyone's complaint or issue or problem. And he's like, no, you just pick up the phone and make the call. But yeah, because ultimately there is an amount of people that you just got to get through. I remember going back a, a while ago, I was one of the leading dating coaches in the world. In fact, I, I still am. It's something I, I, one of my businesses that I have is I teach dating. And a large part of that that I get people to do is to focus on just having interactions, not trying to date, but just talk to people, all sorts of people, not even people you potentially want to date. Just get used to talking because if you can get over that, yeah, it's getting over. It's uh, it, Thorndike found it, a psychologist, uh, stranger anxiety, and he believes it's innate in all humans that we have a fear of strangers. And in fact, it probably explains a lot of issues that humans have with regards of fear of, uh, you know, other races, of other, you know, people that come from different backgrounds. We have this innate fear of them. And it's all part of stranger anxiety. We're safer in our own tribe. But the whole point is, if you can get over this fear of talking to a stranger through discipline, then you don't need to worry about being motivated because you're just talking to people all the time. And it's just natural. Yep. That's a great point. Well, yeah, how it's, it's that TR Becker, how you do anything is how you do everything. And yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, I absolutely love that. And this is, I was so excited to have you on the podcast because, you know, you're packed with basically psychological hacks that can help people get to where they want to be. And it's funny, you know, I, I actually, I tagged you in Facebook. I think it was yesterday. I have a, a very good friend of mine who's a professional painter and he wanted to level up his business a few months ago. And so I gave him some tips, but I was like, but the best tip I can give you is get the miracle morning and start working through it. And he started tagging me on Facebook every day that he reads it. Awesome. Yeah. But what I loved about it, and I think uh, I'd give anyone this tip is when you first get the book, The Miracle Morning, and everyone who hasn't read it should get it and read it because it's cheap and you can find it on Amazon. But what's really cool about it is if you just start by using The Miracle Morning as the thing you read, and even if you don't do anything else in Savers, if you just wake up every morning and read at least one page of The Miracle Morning, and that's the first thing you do when you wake up, even if you don't force yourself to get up early, just one page of that book, it will start getting you in the correct mindset for Miracle Morning. And then as you go through the book, I find it makes it very easy for people to start adopting savers and going through with it. Yeah, no, and it, you know, it's a short read, which is important. You know, people can mm -hmm. actually finish it. But whenever I give a speech on the Miracle Morning, Adam, I always close by giving a 30-day challenge. And in the book, actually, the last chapter is a 30-day challenge because I go, look, you guys are all inspired right now. How many are inspired? You want to do this? Yeah. I go, look, <laughs> it's not what you learn that changes your life. It's what you live. You have to change your behavior. Nothing changes, right? And so... I say, I'm going to make it so simple for you. And in, in fact, if you're listening, you could, this can be your Miracle Morning 30-day challenge. I say, look, if you want to wake up an hour earlier and do all six of the savers, I'm not going to stop you from doing that. However, research and studies have proven that the less you try to change at once, the more likely you are to stick with the change, right? And so Mark Victor Hansen calls this leaning into change. Don't try to make a quantum leap. You can, but you don't have to. Don't try to do a 180, just lean. Just lean. You know, if you want to do push-ups, if you, if you want to get to where you're working out an hour a day, start with one minute a day. And the next day, go to two minutes. And the next day, go to three minutes. And it's so, it's the easy, again, I'm all about the easy way to get yourself to do things. So, but the point is, so the mirror, I always say, look, don't wake up an hour earlier and do all of the savers. Tomorrow, wake up 30 minutes earlier and just do the R. Read the Miracle Morning. How you can't get easy. Your Miracle Morning can't get easier than just waking up a half an hour earlier and reading the book. And then I go, you're going to get to the savers section. 
You'll get to the S. You'll learn about silence and how to integrate meditation in a way that's super simple for you, right? Then Mm -hmm. you incorporate, now you've got R and S. And then the next day you read about affirmations and you incorporate some practical actual affirmation, right? So, I mean, so that's the way to just ease yourself, you know, into it. Hal, I've, I've got to tell you this. When I first started your book and I, I did Savers, my very first S, the, uh, you know, the silence part, I really eased myself into it. And actually, it's something that we call micro-commitment. You know, you do the smallest level of effort, exactly like you're saying, because that's the easiest. And all I did was set my alarm to snooze like I would every day. And I meditated, but allowed myself to fall asleep like I normally would. And it was, yeah, it was such a micro thing, but I was consciously snoozing. You know, it was like, and this was my S. It was that little bit of silence. But what happened is after a while, I stayed awake. And, you know, I I was awake for the snooze and actually meditating. Brilliant. I love it. Yeah, it's so cool. So now something I do want to touch on, which I think is a really cool um, psychological hack, is there is more than one Miracle Morning. You've actually partnered up with different experts and have different versions, correct? Yeah, so there's about... 13, a dozen or I think 13 uh, books in the series. There's the Miracle Morning for Entrepreneurs, the Miracle Morning for College Students, for Parents and Families, for Couples, for Salespeople, for Real Estate Agents. Yeah, there's, uh, there's quite, quite a few in the series. And what, what inspired you to do that? What's sort of like, you know, what's a big psychological hack type win a, a business owner could get from that? Because you're basically taking an idea you've already got and then fractioning it into all these different niches. Yeah. So I, so I had someone the other day that said, Hey, I just want to let you know how I met someone that's a big Miracle Morning fan. And they actually found you through Cameron Harold, who co-authored the Miracle Morning for Entrepreneurs. And they read that book first. They loved it. So then they bought the original Miracle Morning and now they're a member of the community and they're like fully engaged and on board. Right. Mm-hmm. So that was inspired very organically. Most of the way I do stuff is just kind of going through life and paying attention. I'm not the most I'm not like the ultimate, like, I've got the 10-year plan mapped out. It's just kind of like, all right, here's what I'm doing this year, and we'll see where that leads, you know? So a friend of mine reached out, and he said, Hal, and again, if you're a CEO, this, you know, could apply to you, but he, uh, he ran a sales organization, and he said, Hal, when I got the Miracle Morning and I started doing it, my business and my sales grew directly as a result. He said, so I got my entire team on it, and every single person that read the book and is actually practicing the Miracle Morning their sales have measurably increased. He goes, I can literally measure it. If they're doing the Miracle Morning, their sales have gone up. And he said, it's every single one. He said, so have you thought about doing the Miracle Morning for like doing a spinoff, the Miracle Morning for salespeople where, you know, you teach Miracle Morning, but then a large part of the book you teach like, you know, because my background is in sales. He mm-hmm. said, you teach some of the sales stuff you used to teach back in the day when you were, you know, you're getting referrals and, and all that. And the entire Miracle Morning in the book is customized for salespeople. So the affirmations are customized, everything's customized. And I said, you know, it's crossed my mind, but I don't have a plan to do it. And he said, well, could I co-author it with you? Or I might ask him, but I said, yeah. So it was very organic and we just started working on it. And then right after that, a gentleman reached out and said, Hal, I'm, a, I'm one of the top real estate trainers in the country. Miracle Morning has changed my life. It's changed my family. He said, um, have you thought about doing Miracle Morning for real estate agents? I said, funny you ask. I just started co-authoring Miracle Morning for salespeople shoot, I'm up for whatever. You know, I just, I just like say, it was kind of like Jim Carrey in the movie. Yes, man. Like, sure. Yeah. Yes. Let's do it. Right? I don't even know what I'm saying yes to, but it sounds cool. Right. And then I met Honoré Quarter through this process. Uh, we connected online and Honoré Quarter is now my 50, 50 business partner. I mean, I really call her the co-creator of the Miracle Morning series because she's been instrumental in creating it, launching it, producing it. She personally has written like 30 or 40 books. She's a self-published writing phenomenon. And so 
well, let me pause and I'm happy to answer any, if you have any specific questions around like how the series is organized or how it benefits us, like I'm happy to go, I could talk on it for an hour. So let me let you direct what you want me to share about it. No, I mean, no, this is good. This is really good. Like just, you know, understanding sort of like the mindset behind, you know, why you decide to obviously, you know, your approach with it, but then what has that led to? How has that benefited? Here's what it's become. So the biggest challenge was when we were doing the first book is my biggest hurdle was how are we going to make this? And it was just, I mean, at that time, it wasn't even thinking about the whole series. I mean, it was like, okay, the whole series, but we're starting with one book, the salespeople. How are we going to make this book different from the original? So that if somebody's read the original, they're like, wow, this is freaking amazing. I don't feel like, you know, it's not repeating itself very much here. Right. But how do we make it enough of the original so that if they never read the original, they're just as sold on the Miracle Morning as, you know, I took 140 pages to do in the original book, right? Like, <laughs> that's a real hard balance to strike. You know, I don't know. So it took quite a while, but here's where we landed. And it's, we found the, what I think is, you know, damn near close to the perfect formula. And that's evidenced by, if you go look at the Miracle Morning book, there are 3,700 reviews, 4.6 out of five stars. If you go look at all of the series books, Every single one of them is, I believe, 4.8 or 4.9 stars on all their reviews. So the point is, the public has spoken and said, hey, dude, we love this. You know, and I'd say it's probably more than half of people that read the series books have read the original, you know. So, mm-hmm. and that was my biggest concern was I didn't want them to go, Hal, you're ripping us off, dude. You just changed the word salespeople in here. Like, that's all you did, you know. So here's the format. So first of all, I partner with a co-author that is a well-respected influencer, leader, expert in their niche, Mm -hmm. and they have a following, right? So they bring expertise and they bring an audience. So that's, that's a big part of it because, and I've made the mistake of just writing some books with friends and they're great books because the friends are experts in what they talk about, but the friends didn't have a platform and nobody reads the books. Nobody buys them. They're like, not nobody, but it all relies on me, right? Which, you know, you hit a wall there. And do you, do you self-publish these out of interest? They're all self-published. Yeah. Excellent. My newest book is called The Miracle Equation. That is my first traditionally published book that came out about two two months ago. So I've got 13 or 14 self-published books and one book published by Penguin Random House that just came out. So, nice. And that is The Miracle Equation for anybody that's interested. It's <laughs> visions that move your biggest goals from possible to probable to inevitable. It's the follow-up to The Miracle Morning and they really kind of work together. But so here's the deal. So yeah, I partner with a co-author. And then here's how the book is structured. And we really came out with a really, a really beautiful format that people like. The first four chapters of every Miracle Morning series book sum up the original book in four chapters, but it's customized to the niche. What I did is I created a template where I'm like, waking up early is important as a salesperson because blank. And here are the things that you want to make sure to do dot, 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 right? So it's like, Yes, they're learning the miracle morning, but they're learning specifically why it's important as a parent, as a college student, as a salesperson, as a teacher, right? And then what nuances they need to incorporate into their morning routine to specifically optimize themselves in the role that they're reading about. Follow? Mm -hmm. And then the next six chapters are completely fresh, radical, brand new content based on their expertise that have nothing to do with morning rituals. So the salesperson book, and I actually really put a lot into that because that's, you know, I'm a hall of fame salesperson. That's my background. Mm -hmm. But so the first four chapters are, Hey, 
here's how you do the miracle morning as a salesperson. The next six chapters are, here's how you close. Here's how you get more referrals than you've ever gotten before. Here's how you right? like, so it's completely fresh content. So it really blends the best of both worlds. I think that's amazing, dude. Like, I think one of the things that's incredible about this is that you built up the majority of this through self-publishing. I mean, you know, so many people are fearful about taking that leap. And here you are, I mean, 2 million books of the original book, right? It's 2 million sales of the original book. Yeah, so it's 1.7 million of the original book. And about half of those are the self-published original title, you know, that's self-published here on Amazon in the US. And then the book has been translated and published in 37 languages. And that is all by the top traditional publishers in each of those countries. So The Miracle Morning recently was the number one out of every book in every category in Brazil. Uh, A few years ago, it was the number one book in Korea out of every book in every category at number six in France, number six in the UK. So half of that 1.7 million are self-published and half are foreign, traditionally published in other countries. Dude, I, I freaking love this. And you've got so much energy as well, which I absolutely love. It's so, it's so great to have you. So we're moving towards the end, but I do want to ask you one big question. Obviously, anyone listening to this right now is going to go out and read the book if they haven't done it yet. And if they're not, then they're crazy and they shouldn't even be listening to this <laughs> podcast. But if you could give somebody one psychological hack, something that maybe isn't in the book or isn't even in the new book in, in the Miracle Equation, but something that you know maybe you do or you know about that would really transform the way that somebody thinks. I've got this phrase, which is, you don't know what you don't know. And if somebody doesn't come out and tell you something that you really should be doing, then you can miss a trick. And one of the things I love about what you're doing is by taking your original model and then going into niches, it makes it a lot easier for people to absorb your content. Because if I'm a realtor, I might not want to read The Miracle Morning, but how can I not read The Miracle Morning for real estate? So along those same lines, I think that's a really powerful psychological hack. But what do you have? Like one thing that might blow people away that are listening here. Yeah, I'm going to leave you with what I think is one of the most important psychological hacks in all of psychological hacks here. Before I share it, though, I want to say this, Adam, you just said something that you don't know what you don't know. And that reminded me of a breakthrough that I recently had. Like I do a lot of work on what I call manufacturing breakthroughs, where through meditation and journaling and, you know, taking time to myself and going out in the woods and I really try to improve, elevate my consciousness as a human being. And what I realized is this. So here's how I would kind of expand on you saying you don't know what you don't know. Uh, mm-hmm. A couple of weekends ago, having, you know, I was doing a little bit of meditating and having some breakthroughs. And I realized that our consciousness can only expand to the degree of knowledge that we have of what's possible regarding an expansion, right? So It's only what we know about the possibilities that are available to us in every area of life, right? Mm -hmm. So when you learn something new that you never knew before, you now have raised the ceiling or you've grown the bubble or whatever you want to visualize it in, you know, what like your consciousness as a ceiling or as a bubble or as a box or whatever, right? When you learn something new, you expand what's possible for you to experience in your life, right? So your consciousness can only elevate to the degree that you have knowledge of what it can elevate to. So here's the psychological, that's not the psychological hack, but that was a little little transition. Here's the hack. And this is really a peace of mind hack. This is a quality of life hack. Most of us live in a state of scarcity. We live in the Miracle Morning book. In fact, I called it gap 
focus where human beings tend to compare ourselves with everything that we're not. We compare ourselves with other people. Oh, I wish I was more like him. He's further along than me. Their company's doing better, right? Or we compare ourselves with our dreams and goals. Oh, why am I not a millionaire yet? Why is our company not doing a hundred million yet? Why is right why, on and on? We constantly live in this gap between where we are and where we quote unquote think or assume or mistakenly think that we should be. And here's the most important philosophy I believe that's allowed me to actually enjoy my freaking life. You know, they always say, enjoy the journey. This is the hack that allows me to do that. It's realizing and, and really hindsight partly led to this, but I'm a big fan of like, don't freaking wait till hindsight to start looking at the truth of life and the value of your adversities. And you're right. Why delay, you know, like enlightenment, don't delay it, live it now. So here it is. When you finally get to the place in your life, when I say your life, your marriage, your business, whatever, when you finally get to the place in your life that you've been working so hard for so long, you almost never wish it would have happened any sooner. Instead, you look back and you see the perfection in the journey, the perfection in the timing. You see that all the challenges, all the adversities that at the time you were stressing over, wishing they wouldn't happen, that was a waste of energy. Don't wish an adversity didn't happen. Ask yourself, what's great about this? What can I learn from this? How can I grow from this so that on the other side of this adversity, which is only temporary, they all are, how can I be a better version of myself, a better leader, a better lover, a better parent, a better friend, right? And so realize that when you find the place that you've been working for for so hard for so long, you look back and realize that everything was as it should be. So don't wait for that time in the future to be at peace with where you are now. Be at peace every day, every moment through all the ups and the downs and the challenges and the hurdles and truly love yourself as you are and love your life as it is while you constantly expand your vision for your life and for yourself. And every day you wake up, I would tell you, do the miracle morning so that you can live in alignment with the greatest vision that you have for your life and yourself because you deserve nothing less. I love that, Hal. I think that's an incredible takeaway for anybody. Hal, I just want to say thank you so much for coming and joining us. Now, if you're new to the podcast and you want to learn more about how to build a smart business, then the absolute best place to start is with my Smart Blueprint ebook. Over 10,000 people have already gone through the book, and it's one of the most comprehensive resources on strategically building and growing your business that you can find anywhere for free. Just visit thesmartblueprint.com forward slash ebook to grab a free copy. And I'll see you on the next episode of Smart Businesses Do This.